Easy Taco Bell. Ah, taco, 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 taco. Yes. Good evening. Welcome to House of Power Outreach. Welcome you to this evening's service and so glad to be here. Second service of, of 2021 and we're blessed and uh, we're going to be playing off of going a big end, being big end. You're big end to the things of God this year. You're not doing it small. You're not doing it little. You're big in your faith, big in your hopes, big in your dreams, big in your purpose. And so we're going to jump all over that. I, want, I got a couple prayer requests. One's for Noel and then one's for little Rosabella and actually and, 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 and Briella. These are all small children. I've had high fevers. We're just praying for them to break. And, and, and Noel and, and uh, Rosabella got some more extenuating things. But we're believing for healing for these little children uh, to fight through. So bow your head and pray with me as we lift them up. Father, we just thank you for Noel. And we thank you for Rosabella. And we thank you for Briella. We thank you for healing over their bodies. We thank you for touching them from the top of their heads to the, whole, to the, to the soles of their feet. That their fevers are breaking right now. Their body temperature is normal, and as, as uh, cases of, of, of testing have come back, and Lord God, we just thank you for the report of the Lord that's returning unto them. We thank you, Lord God, that they are blessed and filled with your presence, filled with your spirit, that the enemy can, can't touch them, can in any way disrupt their lives. And we just thank you as we stand in agreement over them that they are healed right now. We thank you, Father God, as we uh, believe that we receive as we pray. We believe it is done and so. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Well, let's jump into the word uh, so you know and enjoy it. Any, anything you want to know about the ministry, please go to hopochurch.org, uh, and then you can find out everything to know about us, about giving and all that good stuff, and, and we want you to be a part of uh, and even before I jump into that, this is the uh, first week of our 21-day fast. So it's actually uh, day three because we started Sunday. And so we want you to be a part of that fast and be a part of that with us. Join in. You can go onto our church website and click on resources to see how to be a part of the fast and all the different ways that we're fasting, the Daniel fast. And, and we're just blessed to have you alongside with us. So uh, God-related is what we're, we're preaching about tonight, and, and, and we're, I'm, I'm God-related. I, I can relate to the scriptures more than anything else. I want you to be able to relate to the Word of God more than anything else. Quit relating to the past. Quit relating to hurt. Quit relating to failures. Quit relating to people walking out on you and start relating to this, the Lord, my God, save me. Relate to the fact that he loves you. Relate to that more than anything else. And so living from the inside. In Isaiah chapter 3, verse 8 through 10, um, it says, For Jerusalem is ruined, and Judah is fallen, because their tongue and their doings are against the Lord, to provoke the eyes of the Lord. They show of their countenance doeth witness against them, uh, and they declare their sin as Sodom. They hide it not. Woe unto their soul. For they have rewarded evil unto themselves. Say yea to the righteous, that it shall be well with him, for they shall eat the fruit of their doing. 
Man, this verse, and right, I mean, these set of verses, this is our time today. We've never seen, and I'm pretty sure, well, actually, the Bible refers back to Sodom, in such a time where people are literally celebrating disobeying God, celebrating being against the word of God, literally on their faces wearing it to the point of, of just just kind of spitting in God's face of, of, of the behavior that's against the word of God. And, and, and it, is, it is a time where this verse literally calls it out. People calling that as a stand-up mentality, but the Bible calls that out right here in Scripture, and, and their tongue, it's, it's, it's against the Lord. And literally, we're, we have to stand up as the body of Christ and, and not be afraid of saying, I'm a child of the Most High God. I love you, but I can't get down with that. I can't get along with that. I can't walk in agreement with that. I, I got nothing against you as the person because I know you need to be saved. But that action, I can't agree with. And, as, and even if we become the lone one screaming out, maybe you're the only one in your house that's saved. Maybe you're the only one in your family that's saved. Keep your voice because the Bible says in verse 10, you will eat the fruit of your doing. It'll be well with you. But don't give in. Don't just show up. Don't just go side by side. Don't just say, no, just, no, I got too much. I got too much big in me. Has God been too good to me? Has God been too good to me? It's so big in me about the righteousness of God, about the peace of God. I, I, I see that you, you, you're caught up in something and, and whatever that is and, and maybe going, but there's something greater that can be in you because that's what's great in me. And that's why I can't sit around and agree with your action. I love you. I want to see you get saved. I want to see you born again. But for me just to bow away from what God has called me to be, and call me, uh-uh, I can't do that. It's too big in me. It's too big in me in 21. I can't give that up. I can't let that go. I can't start shrinking on the inside because then I'm going to shrink on the outside. And so we're, we are currently living out these scriptures in our world today. People are openly defying God, defying God, living in sin and, and being celebrated for doing so. People are no longer standing up to it. Parents are giving in to kids or just like, no, 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 stop. At least you be a voice that said when they are hitting that spot, kind of like the prodigal son, when he was down there eating with the pigs, that the, eating the hucks that the pigs would eat, even he said, even in my father's house, servants are better. They need to know even in my mama's house, they told me about this. They told me that, that, that God was better than this, that I should not be here. Never should they go away saying, well, my parents agree with me or my family. No, we agree to love you always, always will. But I'm too God related to sit up and let this be the thing that I say is okay with God because it's not. And so you begin to step back and begin to speak up. And so sometimes it, it is, it is, it is, you got to take that role of I'm going to stand with God rather than fall with man. Um, so people are defying God and living in their own way. God has provided a meal for the body of Christ, so you'll eat the fruit of your doing. See, you should eat the fruit of righteousness. And, and they may not walk hand in hand, and they may not agree with you today, may not agree with you tomorrow, but one thing that you can always say, you and God are walking in one mind and one accord. You and God are in agreement. And so you're speaking on behalf of God Almighty because you're speaking God's word. And, and no matter how bold or proud or how much they act like, you'd be just as bold and proud of the fact that you are filled with the word of God and you're walking in the promises of God and you're speaking the truth of God, right? And, and you begin to just speak that in such a manner, in such a way that it's real life. But see, if it ain't alive in you, it's not going to come out as life in you. 
You know what I mean? If, if it's not daily, if it's not who you are, if it's not second nature, the life ain't going to show up. The word ain't going to show up. Your countenance will not look like it. talked about here in the, in the verses here. It says the countenance of their evil. They show it on their faces how much they're into what they're doing. We should be showing it on our faces how much we're into God. Not walking around our heads down, looking all defeated, looking all, you know, man, you know, the stuff is out there. You know, be afraid. You don't have, No, no, no. You lift your head up and say, I've got the strength of God on my side. I've got the word of God on my side. I'm not running from anybody. Right? And so you stand there and you, you celebrate what God has done in your life. You speak the, the things of God and, and you be ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within you. So that's your meal. That's what you eat. That's what's on. I'm going to eat the fruit of my doing. I'll eat the fruit of speaking the truth to all of those who I come in contact with. And so it is what we do. So I truly believe that people are wearing shameful behaviors proudly is because they were probably shamed instead of giving the truth of God. I believe that's so because then, you know, if you ever did something wrong in your life, you got more shame than you did truth. But now we know better, right? Now we know to give truth. Just because someone tells you the truth doesn't mean they're shaming you. Preferably if you're out of order and you're wrong, bring conviction. But give the truth. Right? Don't just say shame. You're a horrible person. You're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. No, you talk about the love of God, love of God who can come into their lives and save them and, and, and bring them to a close. I'm filled with this love. I'm filled with the passion of God. I love God too much to let you just fall apart. I love God too much to let you just continue in the way that you're continuing without speaking the truth to you. I love it's too big in me not to share with you. There's a, there's this love that's in me that can grow in you if you would accept what God has got for you. And you begin to tell that message, begin to tell that word, begin to Share that word for the goodness of God and the mercy of God is available to all of mankind. That it flows through you. It flows through you and flows in them. And so you begin to give that because, again, shame does not bring anyone to conviction. It does not bring anyone to conversion. Truth does, though. Keep speaking the truth. Don't release the truth. You don't have to shame anybody. If they feel bad because you tell them the truth, then that's, that's the conviction coming. But if you're just beating them down, you're no good, you're never going to be any good, you're never going to change, that's, that's, that's not it. That's not it. No, you speak the truth. Here's what the word of God says. Here's what I love. I love you. I want to hear it. I want to see you have the truth in your life. That's what I want to speak. I ain't going to fight with you. I ain't going to argue with you. But it's too big in me to hold in. And so we do that. So it, it's part of God's word. I'm, I want to eat the fruit of what I'm doing. I want to I wanna be okay with eating. Are you okay with eating what you've been doing? Are you okay with, are you, you, is it good fruit that you'd be eating? Is, is your tree good, as we said on Sunday? Uh, so people are wearing those things, and so we need to be wearing the goodness of God. Too many Christians walking around frowning and upset. Nobody wants to be a part of that. You should be walking around knowing that I've heard the good news of God. I'm walking with Jesus. I'm walking on his behalf. So we have eaten the greatest fruit of all, and that's accepting God as our Lord and Savior. That, that grace by grace are you saved. You've eaten the greatest fruit of all. You eat the fruit of your doing. And so when we are speaking up on behalf of God's words, due to eating us up on the inside, He'd be eating up. I tell you what, I just feel like there's just been a, a renewed revival about salvation, uh, especially in my heart this year. I just don't want to see anyone lost, and I don't want to see anyone spend eternity in hell away from Jesus uh, just because they're caught up in their moments. There's an eternity. 
There's an eternity waiting there. This is at this in John chapter 7 and verse 37 through 38. It says, on the last and greatest day of the feast, uh, Jesus stood up and called out into the into in, in, out in a loud voice, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within. You know, I, again, I said being so big to where you can't help but speak the truth. You can't help but let that flow come out. You can't help but, and no matter what anybody's talking about, I got to let you know about this flow of God. I got to let you know about the flow of Jesus. I got to let you know that I live through 2020. I'm here in 2021. I got to let you know the flow of Jesus is what got me through 2020. I'm, I'm grateful for 2020 because it let me know how I learned how to stand on the word of God, stand by faith, walk by faith, not by sight, and not give in to the things of this world. And no matter what everyone else was ducking and dodging, I was standing in faith by the word of God because I know my God cares for me. And so you begin to see that message, but it's about salvation. It's that if you believed on me, rivers of living water will stream from you. It comes out of you. The power of being saved flows through us as believers, especially when death is exposing itself and mocking God through people. When death starts exposing itself and look at me, I'm death. You start looking at me, I'm life. You know, all you're doing is talking about life. It's amazing when people want you to sit around and hear about all the things that they know is taking them to an eternal damnation. But the minute you talk about the life that you're headed to, then they think like, oh, man, you're being judgmental. No, I'm talking about the good that's in me. This is the fruit of what I'm doing. The stream is flowing. I can't hold it back. I can't let this water up in me become stale. I can't let this stream of river water turn into a dead sea because if I don't say anything, that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to become stagnant. It's going to become spoiled. It's not going to be real. It's not going to have a flow. And so now God has put a flow in each and every one of us to speak, speak to our lives, speaking to our families, speaking to our children, speaking to our loved ones, speaking to our friends. There is a flow. I, I believe in God. And I said, I receive from God the flow, Lord God, to how to speak to my friends that don't believe. Speak to those that don't believe. Let God give me the words. Show me the pattern. Show me the passion. Help me to get deeper in you. I want to get big in you so that big can come out in them. And you pray that prayer. They will hear what God is saying through you. So, so the body of Christ must keep a godly word flow. Keep that godly word flow. Keep the word flowing. You ain't got to be arguing about circumstances. Here's what the word says. God will come and save that God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, whosoever shall believe on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Whosoever, whomsoever, whoever it is. So the mainstream world, they, they, they need to hear that the truth can be available. They need to hear it. And realize that the truth can be available for them and they can, they can be heard at all times. Right? We can't just shut down and not speak the truth. Well, what if they get offended? Man, aren't you offended that they speak so much evil against the things of God? That they speak so much about evil? That they, they sit around and cheer for evil and support evil? Man, and, and now we're looking at the at sometimes even, even the church is starting to have some type of empathy for it. No, you have empathy for their soul. Man, somebody's going to go to hell. If we don't speak up, somebody's going to be lost without crying. If, don't, if we don't say anything, that, that we can't let that go. We got to speak the word and speak the truth, not ugliness in love. I want you to hear the goodness of God. 
said this, I thought this was even greater because then that's what's growing on the inside. I just believe it's bubbling over. It's growing on the inside. The body of Christ is building up and getting so big in that it's just flowing. I've been squeezed and it's flowing out. It's flowing out this time. And in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 through 24 is, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and loves. And so when you walk in the gifts of the, the fruit of the spirit, and it's cool, right? Because the scripture clearly says the fruit, one, fruit, fruit of the spirit. And sometimes we tend to walk around and say fruits like it's multiple because there's a list. No, don't let the list fool you. It's one fruit. And when you're struggling one, you go back to the spirit. The source of your fruit is where the spirit is, right? As the Bible says, the Lord is that spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, there's freedom. There is no law when you walk in these things. So when you're struggling with your patience, go back to your spirit. When you're struggling in love, go back to your spirit and go back and find out what is going on. Struggling to be kind, go back to the spirit. Go back to that place where the fruit of the spirit and then all of those things can line but see i have to line up with the word of god i have to line up with the will of god and most of all i have to line up with the spirit of god the lord is that spirit so don't let the list fool you it's about the one the lord thy god is one it's about going back in him you can't have those other things work out right if you ain't got it right with the one those things are not going to come. And then you're going to get caught up under laws. You're going to get caught up under laws because it clearly, clearly says if you're walking in these things, for these things, there is no law. What does that mean? That means quit saying you don't have patience. Quit saying you don't have joy. Quit saying you can't have peace. You go back to the spirit. And when you get them, there ain't nothing in this world that can take that away from you. Which means the things that should take it away from you because you're not under a law, but due to a circumstances, they can't take it away from you. It cannot be removed. So when we are, when we are aligned with the word of God, his character will be revealed in our daily life. It's, it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a joy. And that's my joy about fasting. My joy about fasting is that the fact that I have nothing within me coming in physically or food nature that the God, the spirit of God within me can grow. Right? I'm pursuing God. I'm pursuing God over anything else in my life. I, 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 I kind of enjoy it. You know, it is not just a suffering. I'm telling you this just, this is the way, just the only way to get close to God. It is a way to just say, God, I want more of you and less of me. And, and let the power of God begin to flow. So when we are aligned with God's word, his character will start to flow. That character is who you are when nobody's looking. That character is who you are uh, when, when, when you're alone at the house by yourself or alone in hotel rooms by yourself. That's the character. That's real you. And when you load up with God, when that time that when you get squeezed, the character of God is what's going to come out. Truly, what we want to live on the outside is based on what we have given ourselves over to on the inside. I want to be a better Christian, huh? People said it all the time. Well, then uh, be a better worshiper. Be a better in prayer. Be better in reading the word of God. Be better in, in just surrendering to God. Be better in thy will be done, not my will. And then the outside will have to grow with what's going on on the inside. 
in Galatians 2, 20 and 21. So it's a favorite verse time. You find your favorite verse. Find out whatever your favorite verse. This is one of my favorite verses, and, and especially one that I hung on to when I really started getting back walking with God. It says, Galatians 2, 2 verse 20 through 21. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no, I, I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness come through the law, Christ died for nothing. Right? So if it's through rituals, if it's through things, then why did Jesus die? Grace, by grace are we saved, faith. And only through that can we be saved. There's nothing you can do to get there, right? But receive the free gift. Now, once you receive the free gift, then God calls you into higher and that you grow in God and your love and affection for God begin to walk in that power, begin to walk in that strength that those, the fruit of the spirit begin to remove us from these laws of the cares of this world. I mean, it takes a single person that's sitting there and say, well, the law of a single person should be out there trying to get with as many people as possible. But the fruit of the spirit says, no, I've strengthened you to, be, be, to not be submitted to that law. And see, that's, that's the power of God. That's the power of just getting closer and walking in fellowship with God. So this is my favorite verse. And after walking in it for years, it is now part of my daily script of my life. This is your script. This is my script. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Not Yet not I that live, but Christ lived me. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. That is my script. That is my daily. That is part of the movie that I'm in each and every day. I'm crucified with Christ. I'm dead to the things of this world. I'm alive to the spirit of God. That's what flows in me. That's what I'm big in. Allow your favorite verse to become your storyline and live that script out loud for the world to see. The promises of God become, become the plot line of your life. And the more you rehearse the biblical lines, praise God, rehearse your lines, rehearse your lines, rehearse the fact that God loves you, rehearse the fact that God's thinking good about you and not evil, rehearse the fact that God has a plan for your life, rehearse the fact that God is greater in you, rehearse the fact that you shall not be condemned, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, rehearse the fact that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, rehearse the fact that if God is for me, who can be against me, no weapon for me rehearse that let that be your lines know your lines when things start to come up in you the more you get into character with God's word that is your character the word of God make your life a complete interpretation of the word of God and what does the word look like look like that right there there's the walk right there you can't get someone to follow you if you don't walk in the things let me get to this last set of verses Colossians 3 Verse 15 through 16 says this, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts for this, for this you were called as members of one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and you sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. So all of these things is about in you, right? Let that word of God dwell in you. Let the peace of Christ rule. Let, let peace be the umpire in your life. If something's not giving you peace, get yourself to a place where you can have peace. Let that rule save or out. This is not bringing me peace. I got to get it out. That brings me peace. That's in. That's safe. 
Make the call. Make the call. You can't just let friends come into your life and speak and, and, and speak evil, knowing you are loaded with truth that needs to stream out of you. Not in an offensive way, but tell them the truth of God. And if you're real friends, they're going to let you speak your truth just like you let them speak theirs. We ultimately mirror what we put before ourselves, and what comes before us is supplied by what we are filled with. I look like what I'm filled with. I act like what I'm filled with. A word-rich life will produce this countenance that witnesses to the world of God's greatness and his power to clean up a great mess. It is the greatness of God that can clean up this great mess. See, let God be great in you. No matter how big your mess is, when God gets in you and you let him be great in you, the mess can't stay. It can't stand a chance. Anyone can act good, but it is our reactions that reveal who we really are. Right? It's not whether I can act good, but how I can react good. Because my reactions, right, those are unplanned. Those are off schedule. But when I got God in me richly, no matter what schedule is, no matter what the time of day is, that's what's going to come out. Having a deep root in the word gives us power to produce a godly reaction in difficult circumstances. Act out your godly lines daily. And script will, will witness and, will, and the script will witness to the world on how to react when things go wrong in life. Right? We're not looking to repeat 2020, but hey, if it comes up again, we know, we know how we got through 2020. That's the same way we'll get through 2021, but even greater this time. For the Spirit of God is on us. He's anointed. Now you're filled. Your belly's filled. Go with your gut now. You got to go with your gut. And go with what God has put inside of you to speak up. You got loved ones out there that's, that's almost about to make decisions just because they're living out loud and proud with their sinful nature. That doesn't mean that you have to sit in a corner and be quiet. Speak up. They need to hear your truth. So let's pray. I want to pray for you to be strong and bold to speak what's living inside of you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you that Isaiah 3, 8 through 10 speaks exactly what our world is going through today. And sin is getting bold and people are coming out loud and they're, they're acting out loud. But the body of Christ is still loaded and still at a place where they're even stronger and greater to say, I'm going to speak the righteousness and I'm going to walk in the righteousness of God. I'm not going to quit just because the majority is doing something else. And I will eat the fruit of my doings. Father, I thank you for the hope that's been delivered to people right now. That, Father, we're on the verge of giving up of doing good because evil seems to be winning. Evil seems to be ahead of it. But now the fruit of doing, knowing that there's a plate being served. Uh, you prepared a table in the presence of our enemies, Lord Jesus. We thank you for it. We thank you, Lord God. I almost let go. Thought my good was not doing any good. But thank you, Jesus. I hear the word tonight. My meal is coming. My dinner is ready. And Father God, we're going to see the victory of the Lord. We thank you for this year. We're big in it. We're going to be big for you for it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you, and we'll see you guys next time.